Welcome to the Texas Wine Lover Podcast. This is episode number 20, where Jeremy talks to Michael Marks, Vice President of Credit with Agro Credit Corporation. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Texas Wine Lover Podcast. Uh, today, we're sitting down with Michael Marks, who is the Vice President of Credit with Agro Credit Corporation. Michael, thanks for hanging out with us today. Thanks, Jeremy. Um, really appreciate you uh, talking to me about uh, what I do and how we might uh, help folks in the winery and vineyard businesses. Most definitely. Well, at Texas Wine Lover, we often talk about the wines and the wineries and the winemaking side of things and the, and the growers. Uh, but you, you guys provide a different dynamic to that. Uh, if you will, tell our, our listeners a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got involved in the industry. But also, let's kind of delve deep into what AgroCredit does, what you guys can provide for people. Sure. Um, over at Agro, uh, we finance. Uh, we're a lender. Uh, we finance land, equipment, uh, livestock, uh, agribusiness, uh, like wineries, like vineyards. And um, one of our biggest challenges is really uh, folks haven't heard of us. Um, there are other uh, agribusiness lenders out there that uh, um, you know get out and about uh, and have locations. Uh, we don't. So we're trying to get out there, um, interact with folks, um, meet them, work in different uh, events, and let them know what we do. Um, specifically, one of the things that we've recently done is a, a winery refinance. I know uh, you had done a podcast recently with uh, Dukeman Family Winery, and that was one of our uh, customers, actually, as a borrower. Awesome. Well, uh, what, what do you provide for people? Like, uh, as far as uh, Dukeman goes, what, what, what did you guys, what were you able to do for the, the winery? That was a really good example of an existing business that does really well in Texas, uh, great Texas wines. Um, and they've been growing um, over the seven to 10 years that uh, they've been at it. And they go through those pains of growing. And once you transition kind of from, um, you know, having your own winery, getting it started and, and uh, going through the next stages of the business, financing becomes more and more important. Um, revenues, cash flows, matching those up, uh, the expense of lending, uh, what you can do in your growth, financing your facility. Um, it becomes a scenario where you really want to have a partner on board. And one of the things Agro prides itself with is, uh, we've got a lot of regular customers, a lot of repeat customers, uh, whether they're buying land, whether they're buying cattle, um, whether they're refinancing uh, you know, wineries, vineyards. Uh, we can come in, look at the business. Uh, we're almost more of a partner than just a, you know, hey, here's some money and an interest rate for you. Um, it's going to be, well, what do you need? What is your timing? Obviously, in the winery business, you've got uh, big expenses coming in when your grapes come in, when all your thousands of bottles arrive. Um, these things have to be lined up. It's not like a monthly cash flow and um, a monthly payment is really necessarily going to do it. Um, if you're in the agricultural side of it, if you're growing grapes, you know you don't get paid every month. Um, you get paid when harvest time comes. So those are the kind of things, uh, kind of especially lender like us, um, you know, is aware of, works with, uh, ties into the process so that it just works for the business. Um, whether it's you know a fixed rate kind of loan, a variable loan. Um, whether it's just a simple combine um, that someone needs um, or it's a whole facility refinance. In the scenario with Dukeman, um, we line that up. Uh, we had an improvement of hundreds of thousands of dollars of cash flow per year by essentially matching you know, the equipment financing and land financing to the timing of the revenue coming, coming in from uh, sales of wine. So um, without that, you're going to end up with 100000 due and you've got 10000 in the bank account, and that's not a good recipe. 
So basically, as a company, you're not just a lender or finance company. You're definitely a consultant, too. You guys can provide the necessary structural integration to make things work smoothly. Yeah, what we found is um, by the time we're done underwriting a loan, looking at all the financials, going over all the numbers, looking at all the revenues, all the expenses, we know businesses from a numerical viewpoint about as well as their owners do. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's almost like having a consultant that you don't have to pay for. So not only do you get a great rate on a loan, but um, we have, uh, you know, industry experience. So if it's a winery scenario or a vineyard, we can uh, send you on down the road to the next winery vineyard or marketing association uh, or consultants that uh, might be able to help you out. If it's livestock or land or cattle, you know, we know the auction houses, we know the customers. Um, you can start connecting people of, uh, if something comes up for sale, um, hey, I know that person is looking to sell their business or you know, someone's looking to expand. Um, it becomes a network, um, which is really exciting. If, if I look at what I like about the business, it's that relationship part where um, I'm not just here to make loans. I could go to a bank to make loans. I could go and uh, finance um, residential homes day by day. Um, but the thing that uh, I'm passionate about, you know, in addition to wine, <laughs> is, uh, you know, th that piece of it of growing those businesses. Um, you know, th there's so much out there that people can take advantage of, um, whether it be lower rates and stuff or connections to others, that uh, sometimes they don't see. They're so busy running their actual business, which is the correct thing to do, that they don't see the connections. Um, so I, I like to think we add some value to uh, connect together some of the businesses and the opportunities going on. And obviously with a name like Agro, you guys are primarily focused on agricultural entities, whether it's wine growing or a farm, a ranch that, that along those lines. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Um, agriculture is our basis and our beginnings, um, whether that be uh, you know land, livestock, sugar cane over in Louisiana um, back in the day in the 70s. We're over 30 uh, plus years old in the lending side of it. Um, not only do we you know underwrite the loans, make the loans, but we service the loans. We have our portfolios. Um, so you're going to deal with us in the years that you have that. A lot of our folks, um, year after year, you know, are re-upping on their lines of credit to run their business, uh, which is what we do as well. So it uh, it, it really is a full package um, that uh, you know someone can take care of those things. In the example of uh, Dukeman, um, we kind of tied together the land loan and the equipment loans, and we're able to consolidate it, end up with one single payment rather than multiple payments. Um, so it's just ways to help people out as we look at the big picture. Now, are you guys a national company, or is it a Texas company overall? It's neat. Um, we're actually here in Texas at our headquarters in Austin. Uh, we do have another branch in Louisiana where we were in sugar and continue to be in sugar. But um, our lending charter is actually national. So we could have someone walk up to us tomorrow and say, hey, I want to finance a vineyard or a winery in California, and we could do that. <laughs> uh, traditionally, we've operated um, in Texas and states close to Texas. Uh, it's actually hard to go out and count cattle. For instance, if I had to go up to uh, I don't know, Utah or, or something like that, it might be a little difficult. Um, but we have a broader perspective on land. Um, I think land is one of the big deals uh, you know, in a lot of businesses. Um, you know, If we look at, for instance, in Dukeman, uh, their scenario, where they're set, the cost of land. Um, the other piece on, uh, you know, if we look at wineries and vineyards, um, what I hear a lot is uh, production, fruit. Well, fruit, grapes, comes from land. It's grown on land. So um, as we look ahead, that's one of the areas where we want to focus and, uh, you know, help provide that growth um, here in the Austin area and the Hill Country area. Um, so we're starting to think about that. You know, how might that work? And uh, what can we do to help, uh, you know, become a part of uh, improving uh, wineries and vineyards in Texas? So let's just say, for instance, uh, we have listeners right now who they're in the process of 
thinking about creating a, either planting a vineyard or starting a winery in the near future. Is there any advice you can give them, or how would they go about doing that? And should they contact you? And where where should they contact you guys along the process to kind of get things started? Oh, that's a perfect question. Um, there's uh, you know the folks who are sitting at home and might be enjoying a good wine and, and think they want to get into vineyards, <laughs> um, and then there's folks who have been in it and understand it and know it and grow it, and and those are more the ones who are our target. Um, you know, uh, I think there was a time in my life uh, 10 years ago when I was thinking about what I wanted to do, and I actually considered a vineyard. I was like, hey, why don't I move to California and open, open a vineyard or a winery? And, you know, that really wasn't realistic. Um, but I've been connected into the business, and now I see those things of, you know, what might I have faced or what might others face? And uh, kind of some of the key components um, are what assets there are, um, you know, funds available, land, um, any type of equity. The other side is revenue. So as a lender, when we look at it, it's do you have the revenue to cover your expenses and do you have some uh, wherewithal? You know, what is your equity situation? Uh, if you have a bad year or two in agriculture, what happens to you? And we look at those scenarios and, you know, that's one of the things we add to the process is, you know, that understanding might take years for those first grapes to come out and, you know, be useful um, in the process. Um, so finding those partners, uh, it's kind of interesting we're in and throughout the business so much that we kind of um, we, we started to connect people in that. So uh, professionals in the wine business who want to get into that or uh, people in the land business who want to tie into the winery side of it. Um, there are ways to do that. And if we can match the revenue and the land, the, the asset, um, we can do that. And agro has kind of as one of their you know, key benefits that when we look at a business, um, the owner might be a doctor. For instance, um, Stan Dukeman, the cardiologist. Well, you know, he has a uh, winery as well. And when we look at that, we look at that in a consolidated manner. So we're considering income from his job as a doctor, income from the winery. And we're able to look at that in a number where we can finance the whole um, winery side of things. So um, each individual has their own challenges. You know, some people might have a lot of money, but really not the experience on the winery side of it. Some might be completely steeped in the winery business, uh, but not have the um, deep pockets of it. But if you can partner up, um, those partnerships, those consolidations actually become a way that I think a lot of people have um, as a pathway to actually getting to where they want to be. Very good. Well, that's, that's great information. Uh, is there anything else you want to add before we kind of break off for the day or? That's it. I want to thank you. Um, you know, one of our big deals is letting people know who we are. Um, there's a lot of lenders out there in agriculture and others. Um, you know, I'm not going to name names, but there's a few that come uh, to mind who are associated with farm credit and others. Um, we are a farm credit OFI, which is an other financial institution. So we actually have access to all the uh, same monies and even lower, you know, interest rate offerings because we don't have to uh, give money away in patronage and uh, tie back to the association side of it and things like that. So um, th there's neat things that can be done. And um, it, it's so exciting to be here, uh, you know, in the Hill Country winery area and, and, and uh, see what's going on. We're, we're excited to be part of it going forward. Well, with the explosion of, of Texas wine in general, I, I think there will be a lot of partnerships going forward with you guys, I hope. So we do wish you a prosperous future, of course. And uh, for anybody listening, whether you're just starting out or if you're a current winery that's looking for a refinance or looking for a little advice, definitely feel free to contact uh, AgroCredit Corporation, and I'm sure they can get you taken care of. But anyway, thank you for listening to another episode of the Texas Wine Lover Podcast. And until next time, cheers. 
Thanks for listening to the Texas Wine Lover Podcast. If you would like to read the show notes and see the photos included in a larger size, check out the blog post at texaswinelover.com. Be sure to check out our archive section on the website for previous podcasts. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash TXWineLover. Plus, we are also on Twitter. Please subscribe to the podcast either on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Join us next time for another episode of the Texas Wine Lover Podcast. Thank you.